I, I was working at that place at Willowstone for a little bit, and sadly they had to let us go because of COVID. They had to let like six people go. But like, so yeah, even just noticing that, it's like, yeah, the the difference of like, I have to just like blow glass. I can I have to hustle twenty four seven. I can't yeah. really just like wait to have to go in to get hours. I have to just get the hours because. Yeah, dude, dude, it's even fucking... when you put those hours in, doesn't mean you get any money out of it. No, exactly. Yeah. That's the best part that I try to explain to homies. It's like, it's just because like... I was there six hours doesn't mean I made any money. It's like, I was there, you know, 100 hours this week. <laughs> doesn't mean I get a paycheck for it. Fuck yeah. Okay, here we go. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the podcast. Today is a very special episode. I have um, a guest here today, as you can see. Uh, today we have my friend, Pop D, glass artist, Papa D, new Papa to the game. Welcome, dude. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me today. And it's been a minute, guys. Me and Vince have not had a chance to hang out since the pandemic started because everyone's just been kind of hunkering down and staying home. So, um, just grateful that Vince was down to come in today and do this with me because uh, we've been really wanting to do a guest episode for a while. So this is this is sweet. And then a couple of things before we get into the episode. Um, don't forget we have the Hetty Hawaii drop coming up. Um, Cash sells Hetty Glass is already happening and I guess sold out, pre-sold. I'm not really sure, obviously. I don't know what's going on. My wife does. But the Hetty Hawaii drop is coming up. Going to be over 90 pieces available at Hetty Hawaii. So anybody that's looking for those clear RBRs, the more affordable stuff, they're going to be dropping there, and they're also going to have some colored stuff as well. Um, and all the pre-sale stuff has been shipped, so you guys will be seeing those soon. If you don't get them uh, this week, you'll probably get them the following Monday after this podcast. And um, fuck yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, get into it. Um, so Vince... What's good, brother? Again, thank you real quick, too. Uh, I want to say thank you for having me. When you texted me a couple days ago about it, I was like, dude, I'd be, normally we always get to hang out and just chill. So it's like, yeah, this recent past couple of months has been you know, a little strange for everyone. So Fuck it was yeah. real. When I saw that message, I just like got so lit up. I was like, dude, of course. Like, <coughs> if you're comfortable with me coming down, like, you know, let's hang Fuck out. Yeah, let's, fucking, let's come. Like, yeah, yeah was... it's just been so long. That I feel like people need to still remember that, you know, if everything's okay, you can't still hang out with your friends and your families. Yeah, within your social group. Yeah, exactly. There's no for reason sure. for you to not to be able to, you know, be well, with even, them. Well, even in our state, they're just yeah. saying, like, groups, like, 10 or less, and if you are hanging out, like, be cautious. Like, you know, if you're not feeling well, don't go hang out with the group exactly. and shit like that. So both me and Vince are feeling great. Yeah, exactly. So we are, so we are practicing uh, that uh, safe semi-social distancing. He has his own joint. That's the only safety we're doing right now, yeah, really. Yeah, look at that. You know, but, um, dude. Should, this should be the new standard anyway it, for the... For right? Everyone should just always have their own Honestly, joy. That's I, feel how, like, yeah. I feel like people, I mean, all the things people are doing with masks and all this stuff now, I feel like, you know, maybe there will be some things from it that come benefits. Like maybe the flu season will be a little bit less intense this year just because people are so cautious about washing their hands and everything. So as much as it sucks, like maybe it'll be a new thing that like help humans practice, um, you know, just a reminder that cleanliness we needed. or yeah, just, like, you know, being aware. It's kind of silly that we needed the reminder, but it was yeah. like, this is kind of the extent that it had to go to be like, hey guys, you know, the normal things we're doing every day, uh, just, you know, be a little bit more precautious when you're doing that. Absolutely. Like, take a couple more seconds to actually think about those decisions. It might be something simple, but, you know, washing your hands after you touch something. Yeah, dude. You know, who knows what you just touched. So yeah, but well, we forgot about it. Completely, you know? completely different subject, but I've been wanting to talk to you about it. I kind of wanted to let you do your thing for a while with it, but what's it like, dude? What's it like being a dad? Oh, dude. I gotta know. Tell me a little bit. So, yeah, uh, Nova just turned three months, actually, uh, last Monday, and uh, it's been, honestly, very surreal, dude. Like, uh, 
I mean, the learning experience, I feel like even though she's not talking to me yet, yeah. telepathically, she's communing with me just, even when I'm not with her, she's like telling me like, just in my mind, like, bro, you got to keep sharp, you know, like. I was working oh, yeah. hard before, yeah. but now I just feel like, you know, it's like overdrive. And it's you hear like, people say that. You always hear people say, oh, once your kids get here, it's like everything changed. You work so hard. And it is the truth. And then really. But it's words you can't even describe, like, why you start working so hard. It's it's like, because I get these, like, fears and stresses of just, like, you know, when she's 10 years old and she's like, dad, I need a new pair of rollerblades or this or that. We, I, I have to go to this camping trip or do this to my friends. Like, I want to be able to be one of those parents that are like, yeah, here's the I can exactly. afford. So you can do these things with your friends and pursue this sport or this hobby. And that's one of the things that's scary about being a glass blower because this is such a gambling industry. There's no 401k. There's no retirement unless you build it yourself. There's no paycheck at the end of the, no. the week unless you make it. You know, we were just yeah, talking like, about before I, maybe the podcast was starting. I'm not sure, but we were talking about how like even if you go to the studio and work for six hours, that doesn't mean that you're going to get paid. Exactly. You could spend six, eight hours working. That doesn't mean you get paid. Oh, yeah. I got ashtray here, bro. Oh, okay. I was like, boom. Perfect. There we go. Um, Thank you. So yeah, dude. So she turned three months. I mean, is there what's um what's like? Are you guys like getting any sleep? Because like when Estelle yes, first actually. got here, she didn't sleep, but she was. So I don't want to like brag or anything, but I mean, no, but it has for the moment being a really good baby. Like, fuck yeah, because I've been reading like you know books, and I remember my sisters being yeah. young, and like we're able to get our sleep, dude. We get we'll get eight hours easy. Like Adriana has to wake up to feed her. Is all she'll have to set an alarm to feed her. But like, like every hour and a half or so or whatever. No, it is. now I think it's like a four hour mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a four hour mark, and now she's dude, drinking a lot more. My baby. So it's like it's the time in between. But no, like I think last night, like I didn't even hear them wake up. Fuck, like dude. it's like that. She says I get up real quick, do it, then I'm back oh, out. Oh, dude, when down Cassie down. would have to get up to feed the baby, I had to wake up too and sit up and stay awake and endure it with her. We team, we like I because. We just, you know, everything, everyone does stuff differently. Yeah, but, you got to have a team but, there. But Estelle, though, dude, that girl <coughs> did not sleep. She was in a brace the first three months of her life. She was in, like, yep. this full, like, body bracing. She had hip dysplasia. So, like, she couldn't move or anything. So, like, three months like that, she was always uncomfortable screaming and crying. She had to sleep on my chest every night. I know. It's probably because of that. That's why she wanted to be with you yeah. all the time. Because Nova loves to sleep in the bed with us. But we can put her in the bassinet as soon as she knocks out. We can place her in the bassinet. That's and nice, dude. Yeah, she my, won't wake up till the my next kiddo sleeps time. sleeps on me or the wife. It's um, you know. But honestly, dude, I like in the beginning I was a little bit like, oh, like oh, we're never gonna sleep comfortable again for this long or whatever. But it's it's funny. It's like as you do it longer and longer, you realize you're like, man, this is going by so quick. Like this time where she's like, I'm like waking up in the morning, my baby's right there. I'm cuddling with her. I'm smelling her. Like I just I'm around my my kiddo like that, like, this isn't forever. Yeah. And, like, but, like, a year or two ago, I'd be stressed out that, like, oh, God, this is taking so long. I'm never going to sleep. Like, because you know me, dude. I work till. You, you need your sleep when you yeah, work. Yeah, so I mean, when I finally get to sleep, it's only for four hours maybe. And if the baby isn't sleeping, then I don't sleep at all. And I still, the next day, I have to wake up and do the same thing seven days a week. There's no days off or breaks. So, for in the beginning there, me and Cassie, our mental psyche, oh, my God, we were having a tough time. But... We've made it through it. Estelle's a little older now. She's a little bit more manageable. Nice. But I don't mind her sleeping in bed anymore. I'm like, you know what? Like, before I know it, she's going to be 10 years old. She's going to be hanging out with right. her friends. She's going to not give a fuck about me. She's going to be like, I want to go do this. And, and that's that. how I try to look at it, too. It's like, while she's in the, because everyone's always saying, now I really see it. Like, oh, it's going to go by so fast. And literally three months, I feel, I still remember every moment being in the hospital when it went down. Oh, yeah. But I blinked, and now we're three months here. And like, so yeah, I do enjoy that she does sleep with us. And when she does get fussy, like, I'm just trying to like immerse myself is what I told myself because you know we still have to work yeah. hard we still have to balance you know work family and then of course our mental state of oh, being God, ourselves yeah. so like I just figured out what I've been trying to practice is just you know when I'm there just be fully present in the moment you know like put That's the phone important. down you know don't play any games at that time you'll play your games on your time yeah. but like 
That's what I have to get better yeah, with just the like, phone. Just try to immerse. Phone. I know it's so hard because that's how we run our business, yeah. dude. Like people don't understand. Like <coughs> that phone now, it's not just like oh, I'm just out here, you know, yep. messing around. It's it's the livelihood yeah. of how our business runs. Customer 100%. service, orders, tons of things. You already know, so it's like yeah, it's my whole. If I didn't have Instagram, if I didn't have Instagram, I probably would have never moved to Colorado, made it out of New York, and with glass blowing, I probably wouldn't have made it. I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. I've never sold a piece of glass besides on Instagram. Fuck yeah. I've dude. done cash shows to the homies, you know, locally, of course, yeah. but all my online transactions I would been say 99% of mine's been Instagram, too. There's not even, I mean, back in the day, in the beginning for a little bit, I was going to festivals and stuff and selling shit at festivals out of like a, like a gun case, you know, the gun right, case yeah. you buy and film with spoons a lot, and shit. Do it at old school. Yeah, I did that for like a summer, but then after that summer, once that October 2013 hit, I did Champs Trade Show, dude. I just, remember, dude, that's where I met you. Is that, is with the 13 or 14? It was your first Traps Trade Show here at Denver. Oh, so was it 13? Yep, you, I pulled up to the table. You were already fully sold out. I was like, really? Of course. <laughs> but we got to chat for a little bit. And then, yeah, that's kind of where it began, dude. It was, it's pretty crazy because that was literally your first show you had told me. That's so crazy, and dude. You had moved out, right? Yeah, because yeah, of all that. 2014, yep. yeah, I moved out. And then, yeah, dude, I remember in 2015, I moved down here to the Springs. And it was like you and Blake were like the first people to kind of like hit me up and like, like oh, dude, let's kick it. Like, I heard you move down yep. to the Springs. Like, yeah, was, you guys were so welcoming. I and just got on the torch. I believe yeah, me, Blake, and Kyle. We had that little spot. Yeah, just a not little too far. shed. It yeah, was literally like a little, like a little twelve by twelve shed. We had four dudes in there because my buddy Campbell was in there too. I was too. so shocked. I was like, "There's four and dudes in there." It was glass. just like a wild show. But I remember you had just moved, gotten in the area, and Blake had come by, and uh, you guys had swung by, and dude, yeah, that's like when we were able to reconnect. And yeah, then, uh, that's when uh, I was uh, able to start coming over and see really like the true machine behind <laughs> they did do like Evan, like because I've always followed you for so long, and I you know collected your art, and it was just like. Bro, but bro, when I really got to see you work, it was just like wow. Because at that point, like I was like at really fresh in my glass blowing when we had first met. And I was just like I had that drive, but yeah, like yeah. you really was like it gave me like this super sane feeling dude, where it's like I gotta really push myself. Like <laughs> thank you, dude. Evans out here fucking hustling, dude. Honestly, dude, for me, it's like I feel like it's like I just didn't know what else to do with myself. It's kind of like that thing like people say like idle hands. It's like I just wanted to keep busy, keep moving because I don't know, man. Like we all like you know. We all have our mental things we deal with and go through and stuff. And I think for me, if I stay busy, it helps me not get so hung up in the things I have no control over. Exactly. I feel like, you know, sometimes if I'm just sitting inside getting stoned or something, I can take a situation that's not even a big deal and overthink it. Or like something I said to someone or how someone replied to me and I'm like, I overthink. I'm like... What did it mean this or that? And when it really, you know, you know I mean, you're taking it over. Yeah, it and been. then the next day when I, and what I've been doing lately, dude, is the next like that night I'm freaking out, I have an anxiety thing happening, and I just tell myself, I'm like, dude, when you wake up tomorrow, you're gonna feel fine. It'll be a new day, because that's the truth. It's like the next day when I wake up, like all the pains I was feeling, all the stresses I was feeling, like I start new and it's like fresh, and like dude. I see my daughter and she wakes up and we're just, it's just, you know, it and just, that's how it really is, dude. I mean, the, it's a silly saying, but like each day truly is a blessing because yeah. like, you think about it, you have just a new, fresh set of opportunities. For you know, sure. Yeah, the stresses from yesterday, the bullcrap, all the things you're dealing with, they're there. You know they're there. Yeah. But now you have a fresh new opportunity, a whole new day to, you know, get ahead, to right those wrongs. Definitely. And to also make, you know, better yourself. And try your best again. It's like, yeah, it's like, like restarting, you know? It's yeah. like, you can't get hung up too much in the past as much as you can't predict the future. You just got to, you know, mm -hmm. stay within the present, just like we were talking about before the podcast, whatever. But yeah, dude, I'm really happy to hear that the baby's sleeping good for you guys Jeez, and that you guys yeah. are doing good. Like, I was just, uh, I was so excited when you told me you were going to have a baby and, you know, I was just like, I was just praying. I was like, I hope that baby's a good baby so Vince can keep crushing and doing his thing because it's tough, man. Like, oh, it a is. lot of people listening, there's people listening that have kids that have families that 
there's people that want to blow glass, that want to pursue an art, that want to pursue their dream, but they literally can't because they're sacrificing it for their children. They're like, you know what? I need to work this job. Even though I hate this job, I need to keep doing it so my kids have a livelihood. Oh, like, and me and you are lucky that we can keep pursuing our art and be parents. Yeah, dude. Like, so, the, the feeling of like the admiration of my mom now is just like, this woman was a you know, single parent with four kids. And it's like, she hustled. That's all she did was for us. Like, and like you said, she put whatever she may have loved, whatever her desires were on pause just for like, so to, yeah, like you're saying to be in a situation where you can, you know, do what you love. And, you know, I literally owe everything to Adriana though. Like she is my rock, dude. Like I could not figure out how else I could have someone as strong as Adriana is. Like she literally supports, you know, this glass blowing thing, you know, from day one, she saw me blowing glass in a little, a little shed, shed, just yeah. doing, not knowing what the hell she I'm doing to like, you know, five years of, I'd like to say like a pretty successful business, you know, I, dude, if you're, very still, happy if you're it, still so. in business after five years, if you're still selling glass, if you still have people that comment and like your stuff yeah. every day, that's, then you're doing it, dude. Exactly. You know it's what like, I mean? You're doing it. I'm not it's, here trying to make millions of dollars. I know that's a goal we would love to attain. Yeah. But like, like we would love here to, but dude, let me, let me tell passion. you, I'll tell you something right now from someone that does like scale and big orders to make millions of dollars in glass blowing it. It would require so the, okay because it just requires so much material and overhead for stuff, yeah. and like to make millions, you would literally need a bunch of people working for you unless you were charging like hundreds of thousands of dollars per piece, exactly. which is not realistic. Like once you start hitting numbers like ten k, twenty k, thirty k for a piece of glass, your market just shrinks. Yep. There's like about ten people that are going to buy that right now. But honestly, in the future, like how I feel about this, guys, is that down the road is like you see more like wealthy and famous people that are like buying glass and then they compete with their friends. Like who has the hottest piece here and there. Um, then, you know, there might be, you know, different paths where like wealthy people and like stuff want to buy pieces that are 30, 40 K hundred K. But honestly, my thing isn't that that's not my goal. My goal is to get as many people possible experiencing my function. Dude, because exactly. I put so much time and energy into like function and refining it. And like I smoke and I do these podcasts and we talk about tons of function. Like it's like my whole, that's what excites me. Like yeah. for you, I feel like it's a mix. Like when you like the things that like keep you up at night about glass or the things that get you excited to get on that torch is like a blend of function and art, like, yeah, like drawing. Yeah. yeah. Like I want it to function for sure. You want to yeah. have a quality vessel, but like, yeah, like I'm just trying to find things that are just say. Like, not from here yeah like exactly just trying to find my path and yeah five years in and i feel like it's a very hard thing dude like five years already yeah, like man. dude we, we talk about like Ooh. this whole art thing you know like we always say like we're builders i feel like i can build a piece now i'm an architect i know how to design things and put it together but like i'm still truly trying to understand what it means to like be an artist and yeah. encapsulate that like it's a it's a really crazy tripped out freaking experience yeah, and this, like this piece is, this is how i look man. at it is uh you know like you were saying like my goal is uh uh, like how you're saying function and to get that across to everyone, it's the same goal with me. You know, now today I believe there's gotta be at least a million glass blowers. Yeah. Easily right. in the easily, world. Like yeah. and at that point, you know, when someone hits me up, you know, directly, at that point I feel like the compliment, you know, they've done me the best compliment. Just them reaching Just, out yeah. with interest. Because wait, you yeah. had a million other options. A million I mean, I I love my art and I still have so much where to go, but dude, there's amazing art out there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there are artists out there that are destroying the game. And you telling me you really chose me at that point like it's i'm here to work with you so Bro. yeah like being able to work with anyone and get art to everyone is <coughs> that's truly my passion is that if you can share an experience with me then man like we're doing something pretty cool exactly and i'm in the same boat as you there and one of the things that i'm having an issue with as business has gotten a little bit crazy 
is that I'm having a hard time. Like, you know, the customers that just reach out, maybe they're not going to buy anything. They just want to know how much something is so they can see if it's within, if it's in their price range or something they could actually afford someday. Because nowadays it's a glass industry. The prices jump all the way from $10 to $100,000. So like customers don't know. And us glass blowers can see like the value and the intricacies of certain pieces, but certain customers don't see. They're like, why is that one a thousand and this one's 10,000? Like, I don't understand. So my thing is just people reaching out is the greatest compliment. I agree to you. Literally. And one of my biggest problems is I can't even DM those people back. I know. Like, I literally have hundreds of people reach out. They're just like, hey, how much is this? Or just saying something nice. I have people reach out, just say something you nice to me. can't even see the messages. I can't even. And, it's, and that's probably one of the weakest parts of my business right now is that I'm not able to just say thank you or get back to everyone. But then I sometimes listen to podcasts with people that have these huge businesses that used to just run it out of their garage and talk to every customer. And they're like, yeah, at a certain point, things grow so much that in order for you to do your best work and get your products to the masses, like you can't be talking to every single yeah, person. Customer service, you know, that, that that's, I mean, customer service is always going to be about that really yeah. fine tuning, you know, intimate, like having, being able to take the time to really, you know, say thank you to someone like, and just, you know, catch up with them. Even if it's just a quick inquiry, yeah, like that is going to get, but in my mind, because I, I imagine, because like, I didn't grow up with like a bunch of my, like, I had a good life. My parents took like, they always took care of me, but we like, weren't like rich people or anything. And like, so from my perspective, when I'm not getting back to people, I feel like I'm insulting them. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And like, I feel literally the same even, way. Even like this, like I have people that leave like a super nice comment. They'll be like a paragraph long or they'll answer like, say a customer's like, why is this function like this? And I have another concert customer answer right. for me. I wish I, to all these people, I could just be like, dude, thank you for taking the time to write that whole thing for that person. Explain like, I just want people to know guys, I see a mm. lot of this stuff and appreciate it, but I just have. I have a hard time yeah. getting back to everything and just. I can imagine. I have a very hard time, and you know, my my customer base is I got a pretty nice one, but dude, like, I believe fucking the RBR is one of the hottest items that have ever hit the glass market ever, dude. Oh wow! And I can only imagine really that, the man. supply and demand trying to keep up with that, dude. So I I congratulate you and Cassie for literally making such a immaculate business as it is. Like you're still growing, still, yeah, dude. Like, you you've had it so refined, cause dude, like I said, I've been collecting glass. Little over ten years, I had a head shop for five years here in the Springs with my best friend, and oh, I'd love to hear I more about that. I purchased so much glass over my life, but dude, I've never seen art fly the way these RBRs fly, brother. And you know, you have a product that's just, you know, quality, dude. It and just, the price point is just right there. I think one of the things with the RBR though is, is that it's not so much a game changer when it comes to shaping or anything like that. What it is, I really think, dude, is like that I've shared this whole journey with the internet and a lot of people have watched me grow. They've seen these pieces progress from like what they were into what they are now. So I think it's just all the uh, time and energy I've put into just like showing people because like the RBR is a really great functional piece, but do you know how many amazing recyclers there are out there? So many guys out there make a killer recycler. They function crazy, including my friend Vince right here. I see a new one every day and that's like the hardest thing is as an artist, how do you Say you're an artist when it's so hard to like, oh man, my thing kind of looks like his. And it's just like, you know, that balance of just like, oh, kind of just kind of putting a mental note like, hey, it's okay if mine kind of looks like that, guys. I'm still working on mine. Eventually, uh, when I took my first class a couple years ago, me and Kyle went down to um, Bomb Diggity and Yusheen had us down there. And one of the things that resonated me with the most is he says, you know, it's like, it's okay, dude. Like the whole biting thing, don't get caught up on that stuff, you know, like. If you think about it, back in the day, there was only so many pipe styles. Mm-hmm. And everyone just made the same thing because yeah. like, that's what it was. There was. It's a wave. It's a style. It's a fashion, almost like yeah. fashion, where it's like a trend. And all it is is for you to, you know, you see the item. Maybe you, the first one you make, change it up 10%. 
And then the next time you make it, change it up another 10%. And by the time you get down to, you know, down the line, you're going to have yourself, I promise you, he said, something that's one of a kind. For sure. And he says 100%. it just takes refinement well, we, and so much practice. We all build off each other. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how it works. Like, yeah. I wasn't the first person to make a doer bubbler. Right. I wasn't the first person to make a recycler. And honestly, I bet you could go back to, uh, into 2010 or 11 and find a recycler. It might not look exactly the same, but it's the same mechanics. Right. It's like just this overflow. Whereas, like, this recycler, it's pumping up through a condensed line. That would say it was more of a traditional style recycler, whereas this is weird. Like on paper, people would be like, "Well, that doesn't, you know, you the drain's supposed to be way high up, so like, why is it level with, with everything?" Really just, yeah, <laughs> so it's it's, but it also the RBR hits kind of those aesthetics of like a traditional like scientific bubbler, you know, that you would get back in the day. Yeah, like a nice little Toro bubble. But yeah, dude, with biting and stuff, like I don't like with people remaking RBRs. Like that's why I don't get mad at that shit because, excuse me, this is a very simple design. Why wouldn't someone else remake yeah, it? It's a good design. It's a quality design. How, how, and I've built up a demand for it. So if I can't meet the demand, someone else is going to come in with a similar product and sell it to the people that want to buy RBRs. That's fine. What I don't like, though, is when people call it an RBR. Right, because yeah. it's not it's the not. it's not the refined bell recycler. I didn't make that, and they didn't refine anything. They just you know remake. They started it where I've gotten it to, and they're like, yeah. okay, you know. So like, I'm fine with people making them. Just call it something else. Call it your own yeah, thing. Yeah. Figure out a name you know, for it. You know, like, it takes a couple yeah. seconds to make yeah, get make high your own name. And yeah. make a cool name for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah come cool on. Name. Like like you've already spent yeah. all this time building it. Make your own name yeah, too. I, I get like maybe the first one's like, oh, you know, this one's heavily inspired by the RBR. Because there's a bunch of dudes that are making badass doer style recyclers like this right now, and they're fucking sick. Like and I love it. And yeah. these and these dudes tag me and like I love the work they're doing and that's where it's cool. It's just when you have some people that are like selling it and they're trying to take advantage of people. Just, uh, when I see someone call it an RBR and I didn't make it, I'm like, Well, you're trying to tell someone that this is my product. Yeah, you're, so you're, you're using the market. So to me, like so someone can't be like Oh, like you don't own the RBR design. No. But what I'm saying is you're taking advantage of customers. So right out the gate you're already trying to trick someone. So mm. to me, that's shady. Yeah, that's so, sh so I don't, I don't care if people make the exact same product. It's like, just make it your own though. Like call it, call it something else. That way customers aren't confused. Even if it looks exactly the same, they're like, well, it's an RBR. That's fine. You as a person creating it and selling it though, didn't tell them that. Yeah, though. you didn't tell Let them, them make that, their yeah. own assumptions. People will call it an RBR even if you don't. But as the, some person selling it, posting it, just call it your own thing. That's my only thing. Just so people aren't confused. Because you wouldn't believe how many emails I, I get. Oh, is this an RBR? Yeah. And I'm like, is it a good product? I'm like, oh, I didn't make God. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, uh, I didn't make that, you know, and that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the thing we run into. No, that's just a big issue. Cause yeah, at that point, you know, they're discrediting the hard work that you've kind of put into it. Cause yeah, you know, you've really marketed that you, like I said, the demand and the supply that you've created for this is in its own thing, its own like story. That's, that's like, where Cassie kind of yeah. gets mad is because, can, yeah, because she, she she's, well, what she sees is she sees all these like late nights. She sees all the vacations we've never taken, all the things we've never done to our house, all the things I haven't finished around the house because all I do is work 24 seven and she's on board too. She believes in the dream. That's why she, this company has been built up by Cassandra just because she does all like this, like she gets all the things moving that I don't know how to do. I don't know how to like, keep all the material stock, keep all the bills paid, keep all the shops happy. She does all the invoices, wholesale orders. She's doing all the clothing, apparel, everything. It's just, could you, like, could you make, because I know you do this by yourself, right? No, I mean, like, Andrea has to do what she can. Like, she's always she helping with shipping. But she has her own, too. yeah, she has like, her own. And she's, you know, she's And got, now with the baby, so yeah. I try to help her now as much so as like, possible. So, like, you're the customer service guy, right? But, dude, yeah. Are I you mean, the shipping guy? I do, absolutely. Everything. You do like, everything. Adrian helps me with all my shipping though, and uh, it's gotten down. We got that new pack and shipping from home where we yeah, can get everything that's so hard, out. bro. So that right there has cut out so much time where I can actually now 
you know, blow glass more, spend yeah. time with her and the baby. Like, so, but just being, like you said, the supportive backbone is like the biggest thing to know that I, I can rage here because I got, you know, yeah. I got my, 100, 100%. I got my, my, my hearth back at home. That's taking care of business too. Like, well, dude, props like you said, to you, it's man. A, it's a team effort and uh, our ladies, uh, they take care of us. Dude. Definitely do. But props to you though. Cause doing all that, dude, all that time you spend shipping all the time you spend DMing people. That's time. Hours. That's time you could be making more stuff like this to take care of Nova and mm -hmm. your lady. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like you doing that for the customers and doing all extra work and then you give people great prices on good, like, like on your glass and everything like this is, you know, like I hope people understand like how hard you work. I appreciate that. You know man. what I mean? I it hope they understand how you. hard you work because you fuck, you work your ass off. Yeah. I, um, I work my ass off too guys, but I would say a lot of glass pullers out there. That's, what we have to do and i'm yeah. just one of the assholes that posts way too much on instagram so i'm showing it all but most of these guys are killing themselves to just ship everything talk to everyone make the glass like this is i'm not the only one no what i enjoy too is that you always even put up the bull crap because like you you should like it just doesn't even phase you now like the breaking pieces like oh. so many artists still like don't put stuff that up because it really still fucks with them so hard oh, it's dude, like yeah and it shows in their hearts like man like I can't just be posting up because it really gives you like a demoralizing, but what you do to see that you post up anything, like whatever, just the content, dude, like it's it shows that you literally are just, you've got this drive, dude, that's like, it's, it's, it's truly Definitely. inspiring, bro. It really is. It, like, but it's, it's I've worked hard the last five years, but like, there's always a saying on uh, Trailer Park Boys that I like where uh, Julian says to Ricky, he's like, oh, I know you may be working hard. You may be doing your best, but it's not that good. <laughs> It's just not that good, Ricky. Yeah. And it's just because, you know, you could, you could be working harder. So. <laughs> that's hilarious. So it's not like a mean way or anything. But that's, it's just a way to look at it. But that's the truth, though. Yeah. Even your best sometimes isn't enough. But then you exactly. have to keep pushing forward and knowing that, hey, I maybe have to do my best for a few years before something really catches. It's a brutal industry. And any art, being an artist is a tough thing. Dude. Um, myself, I'm doing, like, a lot of, like, you know, obviously the RBR, I'm doing, like, it's like more production, but it's all handmade. So that's the one weird thing about my glass. Like we have the lathes, but we just, I'm not good enough at it yet. Dude. Bro, that's going to take like, forever to practice. Yeah. Like I've made some stuff and it came out good, but I'm like, you know what? That could be a little bit cleaner if I did a handmade still. Right. So, like you know, like so anytime I get any type of new tech or new tool, like it takes me forever to refine it to where it's like, okay, now I can actually introduce that to the, like, you know, to my platform where yeah, it's available. Definitely. There's so much tech I'm working on, but I can't offer it just yet. Cause I feel like, Oh, I still don't even know how that really works. Like I can't oh, imagine dude. a lathe, dude. That's like, cause this is how we work was with our hands. And now like, whoa, that's dude, like, like a whole I have new so ball many pieces game. I want to put out and stuff I want to do though, but I'm just trying to fill the orders that like Cassie has booked. And it's like, people are like, when's this next new thing coming out? I'm like, so, I got to get this thing. And like, I have all this equipment I'm buying for other projects that are more like sculpting, like art stuff that like, I have things I want to do that like, is so different than this, but it's like, I can't really pursue it right now because I have to stay committed to what I'm trying to build with Bear Mountain. And at the end of the day, I look at all that. I'm like, dude, you're only at year seven. Mike Luna's been doing this since 1999. Really? Dang. 99? 99. Wow. I'm like, dude, I was nine years old then. I was like, I need to be less hard on myself and know that I'm giving 110% and patience is a virtue. I need to just take my time and know that you can't rush a lot of this stuff. Like there will be time to make the, you know, the art I want to make. There will be time to pursue the new designs, but you know, it can't all happen at once, right, you know, yeah, and I also patience, need, to, I need time to be a dad too. So I can't, you know, I can't do everything. If one thing glass art has literally shown me, it's patience, dude. 
Bro, I feel like a monk at this point with like everything with having a baby and like all the sleep deprivation and just the constant crushing and all the ups and downs like every day, like some crazy bill we didn't expect just because of all the things we have going on. Just coming in. Yeah, it's just, just, it's little just so much nowhere. money just going out for no reason that I didn't expect. And I'm like, whatever. I just I just keep working. That's why I don't even know. Like I like Cassie runs all our bank accounts and pays for everything. I don't know what's in anything. I don't want to know. I try not to look at the day or what the date is because I don't want to know. Because I'm terrified. Dude, look at that fucking thing shred, dude. That's your newer design? I know you're in the middle of a dab, but I'm just I'm just talking for a minute about this. Dude, that thing's a fucking chopper, dude. And Thank you, really. I yeah. love how much the trippy flippy magnifies too in the base when there's water in there. All clear so that it's just like focal point yeah, bro. on the flippy. Exactly. And you're saying these are this is like a newer piece that you're putting out. This is gonna be like what like a semi affordable thing for people or So with the since Nova's been here, I've decided um you know, as much as I can, I want to, you know, stay busy, but um, I plan on, you know, keeping my wholesale accounts going and keeping that's the best way to get the glass. But um, for the new designs, I'm going to be doing like sets of like 10 or so directly. And then it's just going to be yeah, everything kind of focusing on wholesale. But so, yeah, this is kind of the first idea of a new design that I'm going to have for the public here. Really Hell soon. yeah, dude. I'm so stoked you're able to bring that over today, yeah, man. A more affordable option is definitely... Uh, I hit you up so idea. last minute, so I'm stoked you actually had something to bring dude, over. no, I was like, I was working on this in the last few days and I was like, wait, <laughs> like... I was like, I gotta get this baby in. Like, yeah. I need to finish this one in. So I, I made sure I spent an yeah. extra few hours the last few days at night to make sure that she uh, got finished up. So with the OG. Mike. Oh, shit. With the. You just need to make sure. And then, real quick, uh, you guys are looking at each other a lot. Yeah. Okay, more. So. Okay. I just need you guys to maybe adjust and like hit the corners of your table. If you can scoot over a little bit. Oh, like this? And then just kind of look okay. At each other. Oh, since the mics are kind of far to the edge, we kind of have to be like this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, make sure you're just talking into your mic. Perfect. Look at us, guys, solving things right. on the spot. This you is know, like our first guest episode with our new mics and stuff. And uh, You know, there's going to be some trial and error, so yeah. I appreciate that you had me on here because I feel but, like it's comfortable that we're just homies. Like, there's going to be no yeah, weird, see, like, isn't this weird nice? balance. Like, uh, what? It's getting weird right yeah, now. Yeah, no, like, this is just, nice. We're but, figuring it out. But dude, I don't want to have anyone on here that isn't my homie, honestly, dude. Because oh, for sure. Because may, maybe in the future, if this gets bigger and or whatever, but really, I want this to just be like a fun way for me to like share and create memories with friends, and you know, have something for the future in like some really weird philosophical shit too, dude. Like when my daughter grows up, God forbid if anything ever happened to me right now, I already got like 16 hours clocked of me just talking on camera. Really? So, you know, dude, so if something ever happened to Content me, like right she there. has something to look at, but like that was my dad. Like he's talking about some weird shit. He's just getting high talking about aliens, but that's what it is. No, you know exactly, what I mean? Dude. So that's some, that's a weird, weird way I went. I'm not even high enough yet to talk about stuff like that. No, we but gotta get that's there. We, we gotta that's get what, there. That's what we do, dude. That's what I do here. No, but content, no, uh, it's literally so important. My really good friend, uh, Shane, he was explaining to me that, you know. Strains by Shane? Strains by Shane. Yeah, exactly. Here on uh, Instagram, if you guys want to check him out, Strains by Shane. Um, he uh, actually runs 77 Extracts out in Oklahoma. He's an awesome friend of mine, could collect her for many years. But he was just, you know, he's been getting to me that, you know, content really is like the new wave, like you're talking about. There's these, it's just this new form of just information and just content of just being there. It's just, you know, the new age, I feel like, yes, of course, people still read books, of course, and hopefully, I'm hoping they still do. Hopefully, everyone's still reading books. But for the most part, you know, we have this supercomputer at our hands. 
you know that's how people get their information that's how they get their news so like content is really so important so when you hit me up about this dude, i was just like dude we got to do this even it might be silly it might be funny like but that's the whole point dude like eventually it'd be cool like you know like you said 20 30 years from now you have all this footage that you can just like put all together like these crazy home videos like it just reminds me of like we're trailer park boys and stuff Dude. like that. Things that I love. So like I was so on board about it and um I think you're killing it with these uh Dude, well, especially production. Shout out to Martin Man. He is killing the game, brother. Well no, it's awesome um, setup. It's definitely one of those things long term that I feel like every time I do one of these, I'm practicing a new skill. I'm practicing broadcasting or talking. I'm like doing something different. In like late December of last year, it's like you probably not gonna believe me, but I was like having some bad anxiety about like just like oh like am I falling off or this or that like I felt like I was I felt stagnant, bro. I felt stagnant, you know. And I was like, what do I do? And I was like, literally, I was like, I need to do something because I had a choice. I was like, do I expand Bear Mountain and make it like bigger and like hire people to work with me and <coughs> do like a bigger space and then. Or do I like take my money and invest it into something totally different? And yeah, if I would have made a bigger space and yeah, maybe we could have like made more money, but all that overhead and building that big, that quick kind of scares me. Like I want to expand, but slow. I want to take my time. I want to grow with my industry. Um, and I want to like have all these different products and stuff, but that like I made a choice. I was like, okay, either I grow as a business with like actual production or I do something different. Now the podcast, I'm not making any money from. I put a lot of money into it, but hours. But, two. but it's something that it's like I'm practicing a new skill and building something different, and I'm able to share so much more with the people that watch this. There's like, I feel like our following is really small right now, but the the people that are watching it like give me input and they tell me what they think and they really appreciate what we're doing and they, I don't know, I'm connecting with other podcasters now and stuff, and I just see long term that. The RBR or what I'm making right now might not be relevant in 10 years. It more than likely won't be relevant in 10 years. But if I do a podcast, I build content, and I have people that have followed my whole story, it's not so much about what I'm physically making in 10 years as much as that I'm still just sharing that story. Yeah, so exactly. It's part, it's, it's part of the process. It's like, how do you yeah. stay relevant long term? It's like, I feel like you need to build content, and you need to be vulnerable, and you need to share yourself with people. Being no, like I was saying earlier, like letting them know that you're still a normal dude. Exactly. Like you may be a machine. You may, you know, <coughs> and for me, like you're still a wizard to my eyes. And like that's how people see it. Like, dude, this guy's a machine. <laughs> but like you're a normal dude, brother. You got feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, couldn't think of a, a single artist that isn't having like some type of mental thing oh, going God, on. Oh, like, That's why. Just the thought of like, how do I, like you said, relevant. How do I continue my dreams? Yeah, dude. It's like, whoa. And that's why I feel like this podcast, that's something I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to let artists like that I'm friends with or buddies with or I'm cool with, like, come on. Like, if they're comfortable, because not everyone wants to be in front of camera. You know what I mean, guys? Like, like these, everyone watching right now, like, they know, like, that's, it's hard to even take an Instagram video of your face. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just weird. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to put ourselves out there because yeah. yeah, everyone's always so worried about how they're going to get judged, which yeah. sucks because, you know, that's still a very big stigma Dude, that we're honestly, dealing with as a society. I feel, like, I feel like I hit a point in my life where I just like hit a low and it was like when I was like 19 and I just, I just stopped caring about all of it. I was just like, fuck it all. Like, I don't even care what any, I'm just going to, 
I'm just gonna work so hard. This was pre glass blowing too. Like I was working really hard like this and other shit that just wasn't working. Like and you felt like I, you you're at the lowest point. You thought that you got to the point where you that you got to I that just, realization almost. I think, dude, what it was is I was like I dropped out of high school in tenth grade, and then I was like got a house when I was seventeen, and Cassie moved in, and she was still going to high school every day, and but living with me in my house, and we were just seventeen year olds, and. I think I lived like this party fun life for like a couple years. And then when I was like 18, 19, like I was playing a lot of world of Warcraft. I got kind of fat, fatter than I am now. And, um, I think that I just like, I didn't see the magic anymore with, with like, I wasn't excited about anything hmm. and I don't know. And that's when you kind of felt like you kind of just let the whole thing with the stigma of the judgment thing kind of just brush off. Well, yeah. I, I well, I, I basically just like felt like I was like, whatever, like, yeah, for me, I, I just felt like it was caring. Kind of a- and then, then I focus more on working. Sorry to interrupt you, dude. I'm oh, so, no, you're good. I'm so stoned. No, no, I'm like I trying like, to think back to that point. I'm, like, I'm actually going to take this so go. Then uh, I'll say, I feel like it was almost the opposite for me where I realized, you know, you let go of that. How it's like you still care, but you actually let go of caring to a certain point. It's because when I was in the highest point in my life, when I, yeah. I figured out like it was with glass blowing that like anything's possible with hard work and love. And that showed me that you can put all the cares aside, how you people view you, how you viewed yourself. And like, yeah. It's kind of cool that yours is kind of the opposite. You started on Honestly, no, dude, it wasn't. It was like, yeah, when I was 18, 19, then like when I moved to New York City and started smoking weed, that's when everything changed. Because I was in a little farm town in upstate New York. So that's when I was just like life's like, like I had, I was working landscaping and just shitty labor jobs and stuff, you know, like, you know, I was a dishwasher and I was just working shitty jobs. I was in a shitty small town and I just was like, okay, I guess this is life. And like, um, my girlfriend, Cassandra, she's my girlfriend at the time. We've been, cause we've been together since we were 15. She was like, she graduated high school. She was got accepted into like a prestigious makeup school in New York city. Like she was on her route to be a very successful person. And I was like a ball and chain, like drag along. She straight up told me, she's like, I'm moving to New York city. She's like, you can come with me or you can stay here. Damn, and I was, was like, like, let's go, dude. I told my guild in world of Warcraft. I was like, guys, I'm moving to New York city. I'm quitting. Wow. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start skateboarding again. And then that, so that was, I had a low and then I'd had to change everything because I wanted to keep, I wanted to be with her and I moved to New York city and my whole life changed there. So it was like a shift almost. It was like you kind of experienced a little bit that really kind of powers oh. you to get. Oh really yeah, dude. I was, like I was just, just, I was like in a low place for like six months. It wasn't a big deal. It was normal teenage yeah, exactly. shit, man. Exactly. Normal teenage shit. We're at that shit. age. We're literally just exactly Yeah. Like, like you're just, you're just growing up. You're like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. You it was don't just, have it's a figure on anything. Every, I feel like every normal person goes through those little dips. Mm. We're like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. This or that. I got to work now or whatever you know yeah, whatever hit a certain point just you just realize, wake up and you're like yeah. i have bills i have a life no i, I it's just sure. not the, it's not funny games anymore so yeah like everyone definitely goes through that like that dip i feel like dude can i try this fucking or let's say let's switch off yeah Sweet, i've actually never hit one of those uh evan shore bangers oh word how do those babies rip i guess to check the water level on this this is a this is a fresh rbr i just pulled out of the cam i think the water level is a little bit high uh-huh. a little bit high i'm just gonna dump it out real quick by the way what was this one right here the one that's a little bit more sappier, because oh, I just sap- took a dab of that, and wow, terps, dude. Terps? Tell me about the terps, Bro. dude. Just like, as soon as it hit my tongue, I had like this just wave. Just literally just like, I felt like I was back on South Beach. That was um, Tropicana cookies and Wi-Fi mixed. Oh, man. And then the other one, like this that flow, you need to try this flow next. That right, is like, that's, what's that's up ignorant. on the uh, agenda. It's terpy. We'll switch out rigs, and yeah. Oh, this cap fits it pretty yeah, they good. They do a very quality job here. This was Mystic. Mystic Melts, yeah. Mystic Melts. Yeah, guys. Great job. All right, that water level feels better. Try Excellent. that out. 
That's so really just funny. Glaze this for like how long? I don't know, man. I'd be, I cold start on it. So oh, you just cold start. Yeah, that, so man. it's up to you. Um, I don't even remember. I've been up taking. I actually uh, in October when I found out that Nova was gonna be here, took a huge hash break, and it wasn't until 4:20 when Kyle came down. And we had our little 420 rage test that I, I started smoking hash again. So I kind of like forgot how to take that. Dude, dabs. I took a year and a half hash break. Dude, like, dude, when I started this podcast, I started like like really dabbing again. Because I took a long break. When the baby got here, I just was mainly smoking flour just because I couldn't, um, straight up, I couldn't be this stoned yeah. with all the responsibilities right, exactly. I had. Exactly. And then just a like, crap like, ton of money, too. Hash is so dang expensive dude, today. It was, well, it was all that. It was the money. I couldn't be that stoned. I had it like, so I'd basically smoke a little flour in the morning, a little flour at night. You know, trying to keep it semi-responsible. Um, but now the baby's, like, going to, like, school. And, like, this is, like, something we schedule early. And it's, like, for work. So. And it's still work-related. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, we've already been crushing for almost 45 minutes, dude. Damn. Yeah. It's pretty sweet, dude. Dude. It's just easy with you, I know. Bro. This place is chilling. That's exactly. why I already told, uh, guys, I told Vince at the beginning of this. I was like, dude. Like, this is not just, like, a one-time thing. I was like, this podcast, like, you can come hang out whenever. Like, I'm going to get more mics. I'm going to get a bigger table. This is going to turn into, like, if we get to see, yeah, that water level still a little high. But we'll, hit rigs we'll, way too hard. No, but we'll get that set. That's a fresh one. I just threw her in this morning. I didn't even test her first. That's okay, though. He looked thirsty anyways. Um, I needed it after that. Yeah. <laughs> Was that that flow? Bro, it's hitting Dude, hard. Dude, that flow is... It's ignorant. I think I might need like a little sweat nap. Oh yeah, dude, that flow—it's um—it's vicious. It's and it's that real like Colorado flow, like that shit you used to smoke back in like 2013 and 14. I'm not used to hitting these because you know I only have this guy. Yeah, dude. Well, that honestly, the water levels just got to be. This guy, you know, takes like no water. Yeah. I can like hit it as hard as needed. So I'm just so used to this little dude. Yeah, dude. But. (laughs) But I love that. Just this. Like, that's what I like in a rig is having a lot of water. Dude. I, myself, am more of a table piece kind of guy. Yeah. I like a piece you can set on the table. You're like, you know, having a piece in your hand is great now, but I like, you know, this is the perfect setting for when I like to set. You're just sitting down, you know, putting your worries up, Bro. pause, because, you know, we have stress, we have bills, but if I always like to say it in the morning when I go live is we have to get our mind right. You know, however you like to do it, whether it's session or whatever, but before you get into your day's task, you know, because you have to do them regardless, you have these things you have to get to. How about you take five, ten minutes where you press pause and you just zoom in on you? Oh, yeah, just dude. Just do you, whatever it means. And I promise it might sound wookie, it might sound, you know, hippie, but it's just going to make the vibes feel a lot dude, better. Dude, no, that's actually a very, like, I feel like, I don't know, that's a natural, healthy thing. Some people meditate for ten minutes. Some it's, some people, you, yeah. know, you know. Read a book, you know, go for a some walk Some people, like, dog. take a tinker and a sinker, you know, you poop and play on your phone Damn, for ten minutes. I like minutes. that tinker and a sinker. You I you never tinker. heard that. Before. You tinker on your phone while you're taking a stinker, you know, on the toilet. You know, it, there's all different ways people find that, but because but, I think that's a natural human thing, though. You have to do it, and people don't remember to because they get caught up in feeling guilty. It's like, oh, wait, I'm taking this five, ten minutes for me, but you know, my kids, my, my older parents are thinking that they're taking away yeah. from them, which you're not. You're still going to be there for them. You're still going to put that love that you do every day, but you have to remember, you know, if you want to help other people, especially that, when you try to help others, especially the people you love. If they're, you know, they're reaching their hand down, you go to stick it, stick out to reach for me. If you're not capable yourself at the time, what's going to happen? You're just going to get dragged down with them. And yep. So you have to remember it's, you a, take it's, a, care of yourself it's a balance too. of selfishness and selfishness where Man, you have to. Uh, you're, I got, that's where I got to work, bro. I do yeah. not. I have not been taking care of myself. Mark, would you hand me a, you open this got case to, bro, real quick? Especially, I mean, just 
a 10 millimeter micro on that top shelf. Any of the ones on the right hand side right there, they're the short, shorter ones. Yeah, just one of them. Oh, so yeah, like he can just like edit things out, right? No, we don't edit shit, oh, you bro. Don't edit nothing? No, we leave oh, so this, this is in. just 100% live? Dude, hey, we just make I like, it. Okay, I didn't know if you like edit because I was like, dude, no. There was one point we... where earlier I was like, I was hitting the torch and I kept messing up. He's like, that guy looks like he's high and he hasn't even taken a dab yet. Oh, dude, dude, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 100%. That's okay. what this podcast is. I like is. it then. That's all going to be in there. I love it then. Dude, Perfect. There's some episodes I've made where like, after I make them, I'm like, Mark was like, you got really high. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what happened, dude. Because I do episodes where I sit here like for an hour by myself. Bro, I've talking. seen, I've watched all of them, dude. That's what I watch. Like, when they come up, I watch that as I start my day on Glassblowing, dude. I'm oh, like, well, dude, thank bro, you, bro. Like, yeah, like, it's just like I'm at the studio with you when I'm normally chilling. Like, yeah, it's we just don't vibes. Edit anything, so that's okay, it. that makes more sense through. than I okay. Just talk. Well, then even... that's funny that because yeah, earlier I just I just hitting me now. I was like, man, I felt like I was being really silly earlier with the torch. I couldn't get it to work. But yeah, this Whoa, just about the torch Damn, these are the little micro tens. Yeah, I'm trying to get a. I want you to try one of these yes, after. Yes. I'm gonna take a dab on yours first, and Thank then you yeah. can take this. Time Pretty stoked now. you liked it, dude. Yeah, because it's a new little idea. I. I made, a, I made a, a similar design a couple years ago, which I called the uh, the double Sunday recycler. So this one's called the single Sunday. But yeah, I thought it was just a cool way, you know, to offer still my one of a kind flippies because that's what I really uh, where I'm going for with my artists uh, to have these just like motives and patterns that you know you just don't see anywhere on the earth. So that's kind of where sure. I'm going. And then offered in a nice vessel that you can get some cool function with. So oh, yeah, it's no, kind of the goal with these. So I'm I'm glad that you like it, dude, because. Uh, I oh, love yeah, your work, bro. I'm like, stoked you brought it. All right, yeah. sweet. Uh, what cap should I use on this, man? Oh, that's the thing. I don't have a cap. That's you don't how cap? stony I was. That I didn't bring one. Oh, I, that's cool. We don't well, even... Well, actually, I do. It's just in my backpack if... Uh... Well, I got I got these jars, too. Is I can just fucking jar? jar it up, You see my dude? backpack over there, bud? Uh, you... No, it's right here, actually, next to me. Would you look at that? I am All right, let me... ripped, guys. <laughs> I haven't even taken a bong grip Dude, yet. me too. That here first dab I took. That's uh, my buddy Blue Glass up in Denver. That's oh, I a, love Bob. Yeah, Bob. He's yeah, the nicest B-L-E-W guy. B L E W up on Instagram, Blue Glass. Yeah, he kills the game. I got that little. Vince, I think it's I'm not even gonna. Dude, does this? Should I Q-tip there? Should I just? Oh yeah, you can Q-tip. Slap it in, dude. Well, I I forget to Q-tip, so my bad. I'm sorry. No, you're good, dude. I do all the time. Everyone in lives always like Q-tip your nail. Like, no, yeah, because uh, I just have a torch. Uh, I just have like a shot banger at the studio. Oh, and we I just... just hit that with the hand torch. So. Oh, bro. <laughs> You know, I, I tried not I to don't have any shot bangers out today because nice. mine, mine are so Chaz. They're so I, rough. Bro, the hand torch just mercs it. I, feel like I put it right in the fucking Delta Mag flame. Oh, like, my Lord. That thing Like, just, both flames. That like melts big, it then. Just huge flame. It's just an instant, though. It's instantly hot. It's instant dabs. It's, so you just keep moving top speed. <sighs> you know, I had too much coffee this morning, Vince, but I was just so excited you were coming over. Bro, I, I, I like woke up at like anyone. six in the morning because we were doing this stuff. Baby, I was like, text you good morning. Then I was like, wait, I shouldn't bother this morning. Like, what am I doing? I was just so stoked. Dude, too. We're up pretty early. I was like, getting everything done. I was like, I got all the glass I want to bring over. Like, I was just so stoked. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be so much fun, dude. Because it's just been literally forever since I've been able just to come hang out, dude. Because I know you and Kyle yeah. were like trying to hang out a little bit before twenty, but you know, it just made sense. You know, with my wife going was on. still on that quarantine grind. Yeah, and same thing with Adrian. She uh, we haven't left. She hasn't left the house. Yeah. See, so she's like, yeah, so I understand. Bit. We definitely want to do what we can, but now yeah. you know, things are starting to open back up in the city and stuff. So you know, there's nothing wrong with homies getting together, keeping it still chill. Definitely. Well, I don't yeah. go out and do anything, dude. I'm still just home, so I'm like pretty much, you know, limited right. contact with people. So this is really that's what I'm saying. This hasn't really changed much for us. Like we don't yeah. go anywhere. I studio and home. That's where I'm at. Either I'm at the studio or I'm at the house. Got Amazon pantry, so you know, I don't really go out too much. 
only thing I do miss is just supporting all my fire local restaurants. Like, that's literally it. Like, but you can't do takeout, so it's been pretty nice. But I do like my unlimited cream soda. A little rumbler, dude. Right, so I got a little four-hole little chopper in that one. Try something different. Oof. That fucking uh, Tropicana cookies mix is so tangerine mm. terps. It's crazy. That's what that was that I had taken a dab of Tropicana cookies? Uh, well, that last one you did was the flow. That was the flow. Okay, that's That one's thought. super, like, aggressive. But the Tropicana cookies is just like a... It's like HP 13. It's just like dessert. Mm. Remember HP 13? You remember when I used to grow yes, that? Bro, trust me. I do. Do you remember the weeds when I used to grow the weeds? Mm -hmm. oh. I remember being able to get all the fire terps I needed. They were yeah. so bad. Now I'm a dad. Just yeah, dad, dad, dad life. Dadding it up. Just being, just being safe. Following all the laws. Right. Stretching. Stretching on camera. Mm. Feeling good. Wow. Dude, that function's great, man. Thank you, brother. I'm excited. Like, um, so like what would like a setup like this, like just roughly, like what would it cost? Uh, retail value, uh, you'd get your color accents that you see on the mouthpiece and the joint. I didn't include the opals on this one. I kind of got a little stony and forgot, but it's going to get an opal under like the little us. banger hanger <laughs> and then an opal bridge on the, uh, return drain. And those run with $500 like retailing, like a Pelican Dude. with like, a full merch pack. You know, I really try to offer, uh, you know, the most that I can with, can't beat you know, that. Cause, uh, yeah, like it goes back to that thing where, you know, someone hit me up like, you know, I'm going to work with you. And, uh, you know, I have set prices for sure. And I feel like all artists should definitely have set prices. But uh, one thing I always love to do is, you know, work with people's budgets still too, you know, like, and that's where the kind of the idea came from was, you know, I've, I've done a lot of different recyclers over the years and some of them have definitely been up there on the budget. So I've had people like, dude, can you know, can you start making, you know, like you know, this much? And like, so I just kept on hearing the interest and then, you know, finally was able to get a chance to get something physically down and uh, that. Stoked that you're stoked about oh, yeah, it, because so, I, I was really digging it. So I can't wait to see what everyone else. Dude, I'm just like stoked it. for my friends, man. I just want to see people do good. I'm stoked when I see people's work. Like I see like a physical representation of your time. Like you know, I see all the energy you put in, dude. You know the killer prices for people. It's all handmade work. It's awesome. I am so stoned, bro. It's wonderful. It's right. ridiculous, though. Um, so what color is this? Raindrop. Let's see here. Um, Looks like raindrop. A little raindrop 10 mil. I think that's ultramarine. Ultramarine? Is that glass alchemy? Or it's Lost City. No, it's Lost City. That's Lost City. That's nice. Lost City kind of looks like meta when it's in bigger yeah, sections. Yeah, it almost has like a haze in it. It is. When it's big sections, dude, it looks like meta. All right, that looks like the right water level for you. I tried to run it a little lower. I run my water level a little higher because I got baby lungs. Yeah, I still, for some reason, got dragon lungs. Yeah, you're, I you're, lost you're my powerful. Lung, I haven't lo lost my lung power just yet. Yep. What, dude, what are you are you 28 now yeah just turned damn, 28 dude. back in january damn crazy we're getting up there yeah, i've known you for a long time man bro it's crazy yeah it's like it's a That's, good portion of our lives that we yeah actually know each like other. a it's percentage yeah like i think i've known you for maybe like about like 18 percent of my life can you pass me the torch bud yes sir thank you sir wow First these serves are fire mystic melts Holy shit. No, Do you want a dab of any more Mystic Melts? I have actually uh, some that I didn't take the whole dab. Okay. I haven't been taking too big of dabs recently, so I overdid it on the uh, on the scoop, so I still have plenty over here. I'm just going to do like a half a cold start here. It's like semi get it hot. The semi-cold start. Yeah, that water level is right for Vince. Everyone has their own water level on an RBR. 
that's why I always tell people like smoke it, find your favorite water level, and then it's set for you. But those 10 mils are little terp cannons. Man, what a day. Dude, do you have like a point in your glass blowing career where like it was like a moment when you like felt like a really big jump in progression? Like was there a certain step like when you got your first perk you welded in or like your first like do you remember like a time where you're like, holy shit, I just did that? Like or the when you took the piece out of the kiln or or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, there was a piece that I gave away back on my about my three year anniversary and it was just after that class with Yushina I had taken, I got back and I was just like in such a like drive, like he literally in three days showed us, me and Kyle, more than we had taught ourselves about two and a half years in at the point. And yeah, the first day I got back, I literally spent like two weeks on this one piece. And still today, it's my most headiest piece today. And just opening that kiln, just seeing like, wait, I actually just made that? Which is like that, it, that's actually that breaking point where I was telling you earlier where I felt like I had gotten to a point where I was so high and left that I like, I broke past that feeling of people you know that judgment just caring about the bad things and i still care about all the good things you're just proud of yourself but i literally was so proud of myself that i felt like wow like this is like what i needed to show me that i've actually been putting this work in for for something real that this isn't just you know just a side thing that Hell i decided yeah, to put my uh, time into that's awesome that was that one was terps right yeah that was all it? terps yeah it was I the one with that like the six uh six flips on them a whole bunch yeah, of flips yeah i remember that piece. i was gonna bring it but i just had already so much glass yeah Dude, but that's, uh, that's we'll bring it for the next uh, sesh for sure. Dude, yeah, we'll definitely do this more. I'm just going to try and have, now we have a second mic, I'm going to try and have guests as much as possible and just so people that watch the podcast can learn about all different artists and stuff and maybe find their new favorite glass blower. You never know. Exactly. And that's what it's all about, really, is passing that love along. Oh, it's, dude. That's what it's all about. Because, like, yeah. you know, before Instagram, before the internet, like, especially as a collector, like, Back when I first started, there was unless you knew an artist, there was that was the only way you got things direct. You had to go through shops. It was all about word of mouth and the spread of the, of the love. So, as an independent artist, you want to do the same thing to your scene for your friends, for your homies, to send that same love that oh, you're yeah. receiving. So, dude, like I said, when dude. you said you wanted to be beyond here, I was literally so stoked, bro. Dude, I honestly, and this is one thing I always say to like my wife, and I might have said it in lives before, or maybe even in a podcast. I don't know because I've done a handful of these now. But at the end of the day, like, I don't really care about being the cool guy. I just want to be part of the industry. I want to have, like, mutual respect with my peers, and I want to have a place that I feel welcome. As humans, all we want is community. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's one thing why people move, and they, and they try to meet new people, and they try to get good at something. Oh, they try to get... My bad. Drop my torch. They try to get good at something because they want their peers, and people to accept them and they want to find a place where people, you know, it's like a community. So yeah, it's like a human thing. You want the love. Yeah. I mean, love is a normal. That's what I truly believe to be like the one universal thing that I know is real is love. Yeah. Like that's a hundred percent real. I've seen it demonstrated in a million different forms while I've lived here on this earth. So, so yeah, so yeah, I, like yeah. everyone I agree with that. you. Dude, so, and they seek it in so many ways. They like, like I left home. Yeah. I, I left. I, right after high school, I ventured out here with Kyle, my best friend and we, just said, let's go figure this glass dude, we thing had out, a, we dude. had a um, we had a fan actually ask that question. I had some people asking some questions in the DMs about this podcast. And they just wanted to hear your perspective of moving from a place where marijuana was like illegal, like, you know, Florida, till moving oh. to a place like Colorado. Like, how hard was it? Because there's a lot of people that like hearing other people's perspective on this because there's so many people that want to maybe move, but they need to hear more people who've yeah. done it. 
So definitely it probably was. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a hard thing. I definitely, me and Kyle just worked it out. We literally just moved out here. <laughs> worked it and out. And we stayed at a hotel for like a week. And then we just found a, a place to live. Hell yeah. Like, it was so just yeah, like that? Saying, like, I came out here with, uh, after everything, after we signed the lease and everything, like I had $100 in my pocket. And I, I, I just had come out here on a whim. I had none of my I had a suitcase full of stuff. You know, we were just so, like, we want to make hash and work for dispensaries. And, like, that's what we were so driven on. And, like, dude, that's what drove us because, dude, I was so tired of having homies tell me that they just went to jail for, you know, for a stem in their car because they forgot to clean out their car. Or, it's you know, worst. end of a joint. You know, especially where I come from, like Naples, the Collier County is a very conservative, very small area. I mean, you go there to retire. Yeah. That's the type of area. It's just churches, golf courses, and banks. That's all that's in that area. And so, like, yeah, I mean, still now it's still getting it's getting more progressive. They're allowing with medical cards. But, I mean, it was to the point, yeah, where I was so in fear of just, like, I can't even use this new substance because uh, marijuana was something I got later on in life around my senior year. So it was, like, this new thing that I saw was so beneficial and I wanted to pursue a career in, and I couldn't do that from my home. Like, I, it was a dangerous yeah. place to do that. So, like, yeah, we just literally... We packed up our stuff, literally came out here. Like I wouldn't say yeah, it was probably a little easier for two young kids whooked out to do it, but like a family would definitely be everyone's, a little harder. Everyone's situation is going to be different. Be a little different but yeah. I, the biggest thing that it showed me too, and what Glass shows me, you have to put yourself out there. You have 100%. to risk it because that's the only way you'll ever know if anything was ever going to be real. Yeah. And you have to, you, know, you just have to put the love behind you. And it sucked at first, you know, eating ramen every single day, you know, trying to figure out who we're going to make. Who were gonna sell hash? Because yeah, when we got in here, we, you could make hash and sell it to dispensaries at the time. It was the wild west of Colorado when we That's moved here. That's so dude. Yeah. sick. We could we could start growing and sell our piece to the dis dispo. Like, dude, bro, that's it was crazy. a freaking wild fucking west. So like, we were trying to make ends meet, but dude, it was a shit show. But I mean, like you said, everyone's gonna have their own situation. But the biggest thing is just that fear gap of just the failure. Yeah. But I feel like what Glass has shown me with patience that is failures are just learning experiences. You know, they're. There are ways for you to understand that you can progress. Like, oh, you're in that situation at one point in time. Okay, you know, it may have been shitty, but are you there anymore? Glass you, is you know constant like, failure, I feel like. Exactly. It's like little and, doses and that's what of it constant me, like, failure. And that's what kind of life is about. You're going to fuck yeah. up from sometimes. Things are not going to go your way. But, you know, if you don't get yourself in those situations anymore and you learn from it, how are you going to tell me, was that really that negative a situation then? So, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things that we just kind of came out here, just said, let's try and then. Yeah, yeah, here we are, 2020. It's eight, almost going on eight years now. It's pretty crazy. Well, I'll let you take that, that snap before I ask you any more questions. Oh, for sure, yeah. I've been, I've been staring at this. I'm like, this is actually going to probably hurt me. Dude, we're crushing, dude. <sighs> I haven't taken this a snap so I was actually waiting for are my you, Are you good chilling and talking some more, man? You, dude, you're set? I'm, we're chilling? Dude, awesome. However long you want to keep me, yeah. Like, Sweet, bro. Awesome. Totally. Move this up, right? There we go. Well, the wife's working out for the next couple hours. Sweet, the baby's dude. at daycare. No, so. yeah, I planned like when you. I planned this like today. I got everything I needed in the morning. Then I have stuff scheduled later. But like, I made sure to get all the work done I could. So yeah, today's sweet. I'm so stoked, dude. Sweet. But yeah, pretty excited. This is actually my first collab with a good friend of both of us, Ryan Dayer, here on Instagram. If you guys want to check him out at all, uh, this is our first of our collab. He calls it the Bong Cycler. So this is our little trippy flippy version of it. I was really excited. Adriana bought this one for me for my birthday, so I was excited to bring it over. Fuck yeah, You take bong rips? You know, I do, but I would say that I'm not good at it. Uh, it's a, dude, it's a, it's a, I can do it's a skill it. level. It's a skill, I can dude. do it, but here's the thing. Um, my lungs, I didn't, didn't have enough ventilation for a long time, I feel like. I feel you, dude. <laughs> I feel you, dude. Especially if you... I'm feeling better than I was last year because now I have real ventilation and I'm not smoking as much as I was, but... 
Yeah, the bong, the bong rips. I can't fucking. I can smoke one. We'll try. I'll try. Well, we'll try. Exactly. We'll try. I'll give it a try. Sounds you know, I'm good. not gonna say I won't try. But the uh, Ryan makes it pretty effortless. These things are probably one of the smoothest bongs I've definitely hit. That's why I love joints and I love dabs because it's just like, yeah. See, when that color happens, that's where I throw up. Right there. <laughs> and right there, yep. That cloud would follow a stream of vomit. So I'm not doing that. But I'd love to fucking smoke that piece Ryan made because he's the homie. The Titan RBR wouldn't have been possible without Ryan's help. He literally, I made the perk and like he assembled and did this whole thing. And he did it on this lathe right here behind us. So that guy, I'm so grateful for his knowledge and help. He supposedly might be coming to Colorado. So I hope he does. I hope. Someday. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if it's real. If he well, does... These are just rumors. These yeah, are rumors, rumors. On the, the streets. All right. How was that, bro? Bro. It's smooth the whole time. So like, <laughs> But then you get freaking murked afterwards, bro. It's smooth the whole time. Like, wow. And there's no edits. So you guys are going to see me. I'm just... Whew, you're going to see me just in, my, <laughs> in a wave right now. Dude, that's so... <laughs> no... Honestly, bro, the people that watch this, they're going to have so much fun. They're going to be getting <laughs> high as shit with us and watching this, and it's going to help them have some fun. These drop on the weekends. A lot of people watch these, like, Sunday mornings and stuff. Oh, that's um, when it drops exactly? Okay, I was wondering when we're, it drops. You know, you know, we really got to be better about it. It's Sunday. It drops every week. You know, we need to schedule things better. It's the beginning, though. I watched a bunch of the early, like, Rogan podcasts and stuff, dude. We're doing great for the beginning. With refinement and more episodes, it will all get more scheduled and better. But <clears throat> for now, we are just getting high in my garage. But honestly, uh, another big podcast, Fighter and Kid, started in their garage too. You know, there's these huge podcasts that started in garages and stuff. So this is just the beginning. I bet by episode 50, we're fucking, dude, that fucking hit looks like, you know. Bro, I'm just listening right now. Like you said, you, you said I can just like listen for a bit. So that's you what I'm, you can just I'm, I'm turning that button on right I'll now. Let, Let me dude, just listen. Turn it on. Just listen. I'll smoke and you can just listen, dude. I'll nod and I'll, I'll get in so, here. Just, I want to smoke a joint while I talk about other stuff, though, because that way I can keep smoking and talking. That's what that's what I do love about joining because I love them at events and stuff like for festivals because you can still be immersed in the situation. So it's always been great for group settings for sure. But you just won't see me face a joint in the studio to the like yeah you won't see me do that. Oh I do. You do Dan you're an animal all day yeah. at night at midnight Roy, one in the Roy morning just fucking one in the morning and a big fresh coffee Damn. and I'm just having horrible cramps all over my I'm body sweating and, I, and I'm just yeah I'm I, and I dude <laughs> all right sweet all right so it's uh you know um. So, you know how Elon Musk shot a car into space? You know about that? I saw that a couple of years ago, yeah. Thought yeah. That was pretty wild. That's pretty cool. Do you think that was real? Well. There's speculation that people thought that, you know, that space isn't real and all that. Okay, we're not going to go that far <laughs> I yet. I know. We're not going to go that how you far felt Real quick, like, we're not going was that, that far. video any real However, um, some so he shot it into space and supposedly it was Where supposed it? to, he was supposed to shoot it to Mars and it was supposed to like orbit or whatever. But it missed. Okay. Okay. What if someday when we finally have, you know, ships capable of getting off the planet, mm -hmm. the first one's called Elon. It's like 200 years in the future. And they're getting closer to Mars and a fucking Tesla smashed into the side of it, wiping out the last ship that was going to 
save our species. Right, like the one that was gonna be the one to get us. And Bro. His Tesla just comes around banking. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Model S done. Bro, that would, Elon be, that would be the, the demise. human species. It would be. He was our like our future, then he messed it all up at the same time. Yeah, think about so it. So wait, he just like lost it then? There's no um, I don't know, dude. Honestly, some people said it was supposed to orbit and then come back down is like trash. It was just supposed to shoot into space. But I think shooting a spa- a car into space, isn't that kind of like shooting a bullet into like a, a room of just, because you never know where it's going to hit or maybe an ocean because it's so, everything's so vast out there. Right. Because yeah, there's nothing stopping it. So yeah. But still like, like what if there's that like one civilization, like they're like, we're, we're doing it, we're doing it. And then well, like, what if the one that's coming to finally visit us? Exactly. And they're like, damn, like they're finally pretty decent. They Let's go a, check them they out. They shot a missile at And they us. shot a freaking weird looking missile at us. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God. No, I, I was kind of going with when you started saying that's like, oh, what if we just saw as we're like on Mars, you just see a little one of the homies just driving in one of the ETs. Oh yeah. He's, he's just, pulling up. He just, like he's, <laughs> that's how they pull up to say hi to us as we land on the yeah, first Yeah, they've planet. had the test. They've they had, got they the test. Like, we like it. Like, yeah. you guys got some pretty decent tech. Like, welcome. Like, that's, that's where I thought you were going at first with that. No, see, I like that, too, though. There's so many ways you can go. It really depends how much hash or see, weed you've smoked. That helped me get back grounded, too, just uh, talking about aliens there. Cause, oh, bro, dude. That bong rip <laughs> had me up there with them for a second. Dude, I told you I wasn't going to leave you hanging. Man, I got you, thank dude. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> that way you can come back and do more. Yeah. I got to learn to get better at, too, because I already noticed a couple times I interrupted you. I need to, I need to learn. Oh, dude, just, this one say this is gonna help just everyone that wants to be involved, like with speaking in general, with public yeah. speaking, and just like, you know, speaking in general. Like I do it all the time. Adriana says is I interrupt people. It's, it's just something I think we just do naturally. It's like we don't mean to like, hey, fuck you or nothing. It's, no, it's like, oh, I just no. I'm so excited about the topic too. I just, you know, I got something to share with you because you know you're my friend. Hundred percent. So because I do is. that a lot, Adriana says, and I just don't even pick up on it when I interrupt people. So. I think this is going to be a cool platform to like practice just your talking. Yeah, like, Definitely, dude. Yeah, it's gonna yeah be for me, it's thing. just being excited. I'm just like, oh, let's talk about this. Definitely. Oh, man. Yeah, this, this piece from Ryan is intimidating. I'll try, dude. Dude, if you want me, there's no, no pressure, man. My producer's laughing in the background because he knows. He's like, Evan's not good at doing weed. He'll try. No, I don't think that's why he's laughing because he knows how stone fence is. He's like, oh, boy. No, this is going to get real messy. It's going to get real wild. Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, that when I say be... the weeds, <laughs> dude. Because honestly, I say that. Or even just because like, you just like bungering over something. <laughs> dude. Well, that's what it is. That's like, a perfect little smoking game. Well, I like that. I'm literally just sharing myself. Because if we were actually all, if like all the people watching this, we're all hanging out. This is legitimately how it would be yeah. without the mics, obviously. But yeah, it would just be we you would guys just, right here. Yeah, and like I was saying to Vince a little while ago, we're not editing anything, so it is just what it is. I really like that. No, yes, I like you that know, idea. That way, because people don't people like when at least honestly, my experience. Do you watch podcasts at all? Uh, any... I listen to a lot because I'm always on the torch. Yeah, and the TV is just set up over In a here. Weird spot. Yeah, I, I got to figure out how to get the TV closer to me. I just feel like my torch is gonna burn it down. But even listening, <laughs> but I, yeah, I listen know. to so much stuff. Yeah, audio cast, podcast, like that's why I've been on is all that stuff. Well, all the ones that I information like information you're getting, I think is key. Even if it's like subconsciously and you know you're not 100 percent getting on it, I'll redo the podcast the next day. I'll play the same one five six times and just get small bits of it the whole time, and then finally figure out what the whole thing was about. Actually, so definitely that's do. how I watch TV now too. Like just with glass blowing, I just like change the way I do things. It's pretty crazy. 
none of the podcasts I listen to every minute is good information or content. It's honestly, I just have them playing in the background. And like, I watch certain parts that they're like talking about something that interests me. But it's almost like just being like in a room where people are having a conversation. And I feel like nowadays with social media and all texting and how everything works, there's not too many people just sitting down and talking anymore. How often, I mean, I'm, you seem like the kind of guy that actually does sit down and just talk to people. I but like, like talk, yeah. yeah. I've actually never been but, a big phone person. Like, you'll never catch me talking on the phone. But like, majority of people. I enjoy the, like, yeah, the face-to-face, you know, like, obviously I have to do, you know, DMs and inter- internet and all that for sure. But, yeah, I, I feel like that's when people connect is when they're in front of each other. They're expressing. They can see the actual, you know, body chemistry and the body language of the person expressing their feelings. Like, that's when it's most intimate is, yeah, when you can actually talk to someone. Yeah, it's... No one's doing that, dude. Like I said, it's just everyone's on this new crazy. Well, wave. I feel like yeah, I feel like most people like I've talked to a lot of people that have a hard time actually having a conversation nowadays, and it's not because they don't want to have it's a conversation. Hard. They're just like not used to it because usually it's through a text. They can they have time to answer, write it out. It's not just like on this on the fly, you know, whatever. Exactly. You can uh, especially yeah with text. I've even noticed myself even too where Me too. I can convey some messages a lot like clear through a text but like when i try to say it, like i kind of get mixed up because i it's on the spot or it's like i just don't know how I'm to express way. myself so I definitely i think that's just a, yeah it's something that everyone probably deals with because 100 percent, it's hard to just yeah to put yourself like it goes back to that putting yourself out there and just expressing yourself and doing it in person is the hardest thing to do like you know it's easier to say something over text and i wait for the response you know and like put your phone down but it's a lot harder to express yourself to the people you know you care about well i think with like all the podcasts nowadays for people that don't get those conversations anymore when they watch podcasts the reason people like them just playing in the background is because they're hitting that note that humans like naturally want to feel like oh i'm like there's like a conversation you're hearing someone's point of view whether you like it or not like it's just a conversation especially it's even better like when i'm doing my solo podcasts i'm just ranting for like an hour and it's like you know, whatever. It's just like what's on my mind and stuff. And I'm just trying to like share myself with people so that when I do guest podcasts, the people that really follow this know kind of who I am. So when we're doing things like, oh, that's like a normal Evan thing. Like, oh, he does that. Like, you know, it's like, oh, he's whatever. But so I think like with the long format conversations, it's like people like him so much because it's like comfortable and natural because people do want to talk and have these conversations. But with all the technology, people have become a little bit disconnected. It's just like when you stop writing in cursive. Like if you start, you know, if you stop writing in cursive after, you know, five, six years, all of a sudden you try to write something in cursive. You're like, whoa, what's, what's happening? Same thing. Like I'm bilingual, but uh, I can like interpret it perfectly. But I realize sometimes when I go to write it down, I'm like, I don't know how to spell half these words anymore, even yeah. though I can read it perfectly. So it's like, a, it's like but a muscle. Yeah. If you don't practice it, you kind of lose it. So mm-hmm. if you're not practicing having these natural conversations with people, if you're kind of just so busy working and then you go home and the only kind of conversations you have are through text or, or posting on your Instagram yeah, or Facebook, like, then you might lose that skill of being able to have like a natural conversation. So I don't like know, I'm, maybe I definitely like have that issue where I feel like when it comes to like my inner stuff, like I have a really hard time just definitely expressing when things are bothering me. Cause like, that's definitely the one thing I will definitely like escape with using our technology. Cause I feel like it's just something everyone like fosters like, Oh, like it's very hard for you to express yourself like on that format to someone. Cause it's just like, it's different when you're trying to talk to someone in person and you, like I said, you haven't practiced expressing how you truly feel because sadly society, you know, it's, it's been weird for yeah. so long how we grew up, you know, expressing your feelings, you know, as a guy got you somewhere, then as a woman, you got labeled a certain way. Like it, it's always been weird if you expressed yourself. 
Definitely. So it's like, so I can imagine anyone that, you know, it's how hard it is, especially when you're going through bullcrap. But I feel like that's where this podcast and Instagram was the first step. And then the podcast now, like I'm finding ways like where I'm just like, kind of just like being myself and then is what it is. So I don't have to feel that like stress yeah, I don't dude. Know, of like trying to like be someone for a certain group. Exactly. Of people I, or, I, when we first uh, started hanging out here at the studio, the, you, you always used to say it was, it goes back to the, being the cool kid at the cool table, like that literally transformed my whole image on glass blowing. Oh, really? And just like a lot of things, because it's like, oh, there's no point. Why am I, you know, not that I don't want to be working with my idols one day for sure, but like trying to race to attain them or that. I can that explain vision. that for like the listeners too. Yeah, so like so. I've like talked to people and like said like this kind of analogy, just my perspective of where I'm in the glass industry. Like, I look at the glass industry where you like walk into it and it's like, you see, it's like walking to a lunchroom at a new school and there's all these different tables and it's like, where do you sit? And like, there's all these like, you know, then there's like the cool kids table, the people you really look up to, the innovators, the people that build the industry. And then I look at myself as like, I'm like the homeschool kid. Like, you know, I'm not at any of the pep rallies or anything because I don't go to that school, but you guys see me like at the gas station or the subway down the road every day because we live in the same town. Um, but I don't know, way too hot to explain this anymore, Vince. I'll be honest with you, and I gotta smoke this fucking bong. No, but no, yeah, you're good. I know that. But, but well, yeah, what that helped me is like, yeah, like trying to like fit into like any type of thing where I just realized like, no, Pop D needs to just be me. Yeah. 100%. Like let me, you know, and that's when I really started to break away and started doing like all these crazier designs, and I felt like I started finding more of myself because I was like, wait, let me stop trying to find this narrative and just like, no, like especially with art, I guess like that's what you have to do. You have to break away. You have to branch 100%. out, and you just have to like be you and like that's something i feel everyone needs is to be able to feel like they can be themselves and express themselves in a safe environment like that's yeah like, this is so cool that you're gonna have a platform that people can come you know and express themselves like, definitely and the if homies, they're down to do it like this yeah, it's like, it's, exactly and maybe it takes a little for a time maybe some guests will just come you're by so and natural at it though dude though like you're so natural this it was so easy oh it's dude, awesome thank you dude i appreciate that i think it is because yeah just of our relationships yeah. maybe like some homie that you may have hung out maybe with a couple of times or maybe you've done a collab with a couple of times yeah maybe it might be a little bit more like you know a little different but i feel like once they start to really feel like dude this is just a place that you know evan's now given a platform that we can just be ourselves express it and people are here to you know to share in it that's what i'm saying find it. a new favorite artist because yeah, like dude, some like, people might really connect with someone because of like the stories they tell or their perspective on life and things you know and then they'll see They'll see things in the art that they never saw before. Like maybe someone sees your piece when they're scrolling through the Explorer page, but then they learn really about you and then they see that same piece again and they see a totally different piece because they see all these different personalities because they know you or, you know, Jeez, some side of each you. Each artist has a story. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you see the piece, but bro, there's so much that goes into that one piece because there's so many. It's, yeah. It's like you're saying there's this story behind it. And for people to have a place to, you know, express that a little bit more for everyone, I feel like it's going to open doors. Dude, you take whatever you don't oh, want and I'll finish I'm it. I'm scared. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it and then oh, I think I'm going to talk about one more thing. And we're like an fucking hour and 15 minutes, dude. Wow, dude. We're, we're crushers. So I was I'm saying, saying I literally, this literally just feels like the last time we were just chilling. I was dude. saying an hour and a half because a lot of the podcasts I listen to, the most like, like liked ones are actually the 90 minute ones and not everyone listens to them in one go. But they just like, it's like, they kind of like, it's, you know, That's smart. Like it's that. a long, full conversation. So the 90 minutes for the guests is, I think, usually the goal. Sweet. I like it, dude. All right. I, it doesn't even feel like we've been chilling for that long. Oh, I'm terrified, everybody. I'm, ex happens. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Let's see if the angle. I want to make sure Ryan's work looks dude, like a heater. It's a I freaking... Mean, I mean, obviously, it looks like a heater every angle, but I just want to show the best angle of that vortex. So I think right there is good. Yep. Once you see the little <laughs> bubbles right here, it's kind of like the angle. 
Yeah, I'm gonna need to eat food and lay down or something after this. I got so much work to do though. It's okay though. All right, here we go. Fuel. Fuel. Just hit it like a vape, bro. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't getting it lit. Oh, shoot the shredder. There we go. Look at that. My boy can hit a bong, no problem. Well enough. That tastes really great. There's definitely some left though. Yeah, finish it up. Ooh. Dude, it was actually really good. I could probably could have done more. Honestly, maybe the last time I smoked a bong, the the weed was mids. You know, because honestly, Roy's shit is so smooth. Damn. The turps though, I gotta I gotta blow my nose now. Dude, they get me they get me running. Damn, that was really tasty. Recyclers for flour too, huh? Because that's, I mean, I feel like it would do just the same with the oil, just like helping like reduce. Well, like, I think <clears throat> so. I think it's like one of the smoothest hits. Like I have a couple solves, and I love my, those as my daily drivers. But like, when I want to take like some grammar, because like this thing can like pack a good gram. Like when I want to take some fatties, this thing does the job, dude. Like yeah, Ryan's dude. figured out how to really make a fucking bond go really smooth. No, he's definitely full of knowledge. He's blown. He's growing, dude. Though I see it, bro. His you know? new design he just put out, that like little prototype of the new one. Yeah. I can't wait to see him refine that one, dude. It looks. So bro, that sweet. weed made me feel so much more leveled out. I was a little bit uh had dude. the coffee shakes there for a second. I was a little bit like a little bit of water, a little not, bit of love would do you right, dude. Those those weed terps. Yeah, man. So you were, uh, you said you were a shop owner for five years. I just want to talk about this real quick before yeah, we end this up. Yeah, for about five years or so. We had an online boutique for a little bit, and then the rest of it was an actual physical place here in the Springs off of like El Paso. Okay. In Fillmore. Word. Yeah, me and my Kyle and then my other best bud that had moved out here at the time. He's back in Florida. I believe he's uh, moved down there with his family. But uh, yeah, we had opened up a sweet shop here, and like that's how I really got into the scene. Cause you know, at first uh, we just bought stuff from just head shops, and just, yeah, that's how we got our heli glass. But as soon as we were able to start, you know, getting glass wholesale, like I was able to start stepping into these studios, and that was way before I blew glass. But like the appreciation level literally just was like, whoa, like yeah, now you really see what these wizards are like. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's wizard work, dude. Especially like, like dude, some of the work that's out there on the scene is just like. How are these dudes even doing that stuff? And but it's just hard, a lot of hard work. But yeah, having the shop for about I think uh, we closed it around 2015. That's right before I blew glass. But uh, dude, being able to work with such amazing artists, seeing just that from their side, their perspective of like how they had to deal with things, and how we had access to them, and now how people, you know, what I'm saying like Instagram now, like you can just hit up a dude directly. Yeah. Like before, like when we first opened the shop, like it was still hard to like get an appointment or get a connection with an artist, find them. Cause you know, things were still different time. So, yeah. It was literally different still time. so new. And now the scene literally is just booming, dude. It's so cool to see how many new shops are opening up. Yeah. Dude. Like it's, I feel like it's literally kick ass. And it goes back to like, how I was saying like, there's gotta be at least a million art glass blowers now. Dude. And just yeah. It's being crazy. on like all three ends of the glass blowing scene, you know, having being a collector, then going in as a shop owner, like it really just gave me just like an appreciation level of how we have to still keep that such a, focused thing I, I like to call it the boro trinity it's where it's a artist shop collector yeah. and we still have to keep that very true in because, order to like, build the economy yeah, because yeah. that's how we that's how artists today can do those single yeah because you know like saying? i i know i could i could make 
obviously more, money. more money if right? I sold direct, if I just hired a couple people and built a platform to sell just direct. But it's more about like, I want the glass to be like spread around. I want there to be other ways for other people to make money. Cause in order for our industry to grow, other people need to be making money and like building economy. So I want to like, you know, I feel like the RBR maybe someday will be remembered as one of those pieces that kind of helped the glass economy for a little bit or something. For sure. Who knows? I like to think of for sure. Something like that. (coughs) So, it's just gonna be like a pillar, like yeah, a pillar like, piece, dude. It's maybe like, I honestly just want it to be like a staple, like Toro. Exactly. Or Roar. It's just like something that I feel like are gonna remember. Dude. Almost just, like 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 a Nike symbol or something. Like even if you don't like it, you still know like what it is. Like I want it to be noticeable. I want people to know. But I think people are starting to learn about the RBR and know about it. Um, so I think we should finish this up with one last dab, Vince. I think. Do you want? Are you down for a Titan dab or? Dude, that was, I gotta hit that at least once. Yes. Okay. I think you should finish yeah. up with a Titan dab. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take, um, let's see here. Fuck, the weed. I don't even know. I'm he's scared like, of that he's, Titan. He's literally like, he's like the weed. Yeah. The weed. I know it's annoying that I say that, but. Um, no, I call it weed. I call it, I call it all types of stuff. But um, that's just what it is, you know? That's my personality. Uh, all right. So, how so. do you hit this guy? Oh, boy. Let's talk about it. So, <laughs> I would say that the best way to hit it is to get your whole dab and then now cap it. And then you're going to want to pull on it, like, with just, like, not, don't go, like, you kind of want to, like, do, like, a consistent, like, strong, like, lift the water until it's, like, right about, like, mid here. But, like, don't take your time. Like, just lift it with a strong pull. And then once it, like, really starts climbing, you can start pulling harder. Then it opens up. And then it becomes less drag. But did you sign the release form to smoke this yet? I believe that's the first thing I was handed Okay, good. That's, we always have to make sure people sign the release form for this three collapsed lungs. Woo. So far. So, um, just kidding. No. Um, but it is a pain in the ass to smoke. And anyone that actually can smoke, and I'm proud of, because it takes a lot of effort. Now, what I think we're going to do, Vince, is I'm going to throw the nail in it. What I did is I actually, I stood on the stool. Okay. But, you know. Yeah, my short shorts. You're going to see my legs. I know. Nice. <laughs> Dude, this is perfect. This, Damn, is, getting, this is the content. Hey, this is going to go on my OnlyFans. This is going to, you know what I'm saying? This might cost a little bit more. All right, dude. I'm gonna There's a lot of up. content right there. All right, bro. So let's do a cold start with this, but we gotta get you loaded up with some turf like, first. Let me just feel it out real quick. Oh yeah, take some poles on it. Take some dry poles. Check it out. Oh, dude, you gotta work harder than that, bro. You can hold I on. I see that. I see that. I oh, see that. Whoa. <laughs> dude, you see the hits I was taking out of it? That's you gotta. You, you. And then spin it to the side. Oh, spin it toes. Yeah. Perfect. See how hard this is to smoke? It's exciting. This is why I'll, I'll probably never sell them unless someone signs a form saying, I know that uh, this dude, will be a pain in the ass to smoke. This is a tricky one to smoke a dab, but I feel like this is a bomb, dude. Do you want, I mean, no, do I, you think, fl- can you think you could take a dab or a flower? Because I could charge it? it better. Because if I can like charge the bowl up and then when I'm ready to release, I can just, but let's just do a dab. Because I don't have, a, I don't think, have, do you have a bowl that will fit? Ready to go. 14 mil? 14? No. Is yours a 10? Mine's oh, 18. 18. Big boy. Big boy, yeah. Not Dude, yet. I'll take the first Next. dab if you want. They can see my legs first. All right. want, want me a demo? Are you ready to dab then? You're good from the bong hit? Yeah. All right, you yeah. go first then. I'll demo it, bro. My legs are looking so white. This is great. So I'm saying. They got the view today. Dang. Yeah, dude. All right. So let's see here. What are we going to dab? Let's get more into more of that oranges because it's honestly not as stony as that fucking flow.
Yeah, next time, our next uh, sesh, I'm bringing a 14 mil slide for this baby. Let's do it. I cleaned this in the bathtub yesterday. I was say, how is cleaning this baby? Oh my lord. <laughs> God, you gotta use a shower head Dude, just to clean this? I was like swinging it through the air to like shake the alcohol through it. It was insane. I hit it mm. on stuff a bunch of times. I was quality testing. I was like, quality. Ryan's like, this is a good bomb. Dude. Slash Warhammer, if needed. Bro, I'm so excited to fucking start. Like, I, I get to go work out again in the beginning of July. Oh, you get gyms are opening back up? My gym for privates. Nice, that's so good. So, I need to lose fucking 20 pounds. Because, <laughs> dude, I've been eating so many Pop-Tarts. I don't even know Damn, what's happening. Damn, the boys on the tarts. <laughs> dude. We're trying to get sponsored mm. by Pop-Tarts right now. We get my dab ready. <laughs> Let me tie <laughs> We get that Bear Mountain flavor. It's the uh, same flavor as Elvis. It's a banana, honey, peanut butter. Just kidding. I don't Damn. know. If that's, that's what Elvis. Does anyone know? Mark knows. Thank you. Mark knows. I feel like Mark knows trivia. He's got us. He's got our backs. So we don't sound totally Honestly, silly. Like, that's like Mark's one of those people I wish I just always had next to me. So I was like, what's this mean? And he would just be like, oh, it means this. He's got Like, I got you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Right. Perfect. I'm a high school dropout that makes bong. Oh, it doesn't fit that. This, this oops, one. This one. Dude, I'm scared. Are you? So you preload it. You get everything ready. You have to preload mm. it. It's just a mess. I got my All dab right. ready. Give me a half little turn this way, so it's sideways. A little bit more. It's probably her best angle. Fully sideways. She's not as pretty. I feel like. You know, like this side is my better side. Like, well, I, like, I got this side, you know, and I got this side. It's like, uh. All right, torch is right up here. Okay, the fear. I got it. It's in me. Oh, my body. You have to spin? No, I'm just, just, you know, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out where I want to be, you know? Oh, okay. Okay, the hash is in there. So did I even pack the hash? Dude, this is like, this is definitely a, uh. We need a better, we should probably be using that stool with the mic next time. It's like an actual stool for safety. Looks like you just ripped it, looks like. Alright, I'm just gonna rip it like that. Looks like you just shredded it. Shred the door. Shred the door. Turk drool. Mmm. Tasty. Dismount. Damn, proper. Thick, thick boy landing. <coughs> I'm ready. Oh, my body. Well, I was here when you guys made this, and I literally have been wanting to smoke this since that day because I, because you made it and you like killed it all crazy with like half of it sticking out the kiln. But yeah. And then yeah, this is the last time I got to see it since then, so uh, I can't wait to rage this. Don't overthink it. Um, believe in yourself. Thank and you. be careful. Those are the key things I'd say when smoking a Titan RVR. This like brings me back to like 2009 right now. Smoking the fucking uh, six foot sure graphics bongs. Yeah. I will uh, stand here for your safety. We gotta get you loaded up though. Yeah, so get comfy up there first. Oh, you're getting it loaded up? Yeah, got the dropper. Drop the hash ball in there. Okay. Hash ball is Perfect. dropped. Alright, there's a cap. Would you like me to heat it for you or? Yeah, you can go ahead and do the whole shebang. And get comfy. Rip this thing. And just give it a minute. We're gonna just let it milk up. This nail's like, takes I feel like a little longer here, but it was just hot, so I guess it's going quicker. There we go. We're hot enough. Believe in yourself, Vince. Work for it. 
You gotta work harder, Vince. <laughs> Everyone, I hope you understand how hard this is. I really believe in myself when I'm smoking it. Even though I'm not good at smoking weed. And now Vince is going to be really dizzy after this, but it's not from THC content. It's actually lack of oxygen. To the brain. Uh, to the brain. So that's one of the things with this. You could sell this at a head shop and no one even needs to smoke it. Just put enough water in it, have everyone pull on it really hard five times, and they're high as shit. Lack of oxygen. That's marking right there, bro. There you go, bro. You don't even need weed. Just pull on that Titan. <laughs> that water high. Thank you for letting me rip that one, dude. This thing is just too sick. Yeah, she's pretty funny. <laughs> Damn, dude, we fucking did a long one today, bro. There's, we we're just at about 90 minutes. Hey, well, again, thank you fun. so much for having me, and I'm really stoked for uh, more uh, episodes, dude, because, uh, like I said, we crushed 90 minutes, and we only talked about a couple things, dude. We got so much to talk about. Dude, I told you, were you, were you a little bit, like, like thinking, like, oh, man, I hope I have enough to talk about us? At first, before we started, I had, like, a little bit of a butterfly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, dude, it literally was just dude. chilling, dude. Well, I hope I was a good... Uh, interviewer or host or friend during this Bro, you as know. my first time experience of doing anything like this i thought it was freaking wait till episode dude. like 100 we're gonna be right, fucking, it's gonna be next level we're I gonna bet. be buttery we're gonna have tvs with clips we're gonna be pulling up Ooh. we're gonna be talking about glass deeper all types of glass I'm digging we're gonna do all of the weeds there's another one um and then Bing. yep exactly and uh <laughs> awesome dude well thank you so much for taking the time out to do this and uh, guys, don't forget about the Heady Hawaii drop. Check out our website for any merch, www.bmsglass.com. We'll have that down in the bio. Uh, we got mood mats dropping this week coming up, so watch for those. These are the new mood mats that match the new shirt apparel that's going to be landing, that anyone that pre-ordered. And uh, this is awesome, guys. I'm going to keep doing these guest ones as much as possible and those solos because I like those ones as well. Uh, this is the uh, What's Up Everybody podcast. Thank you so much, Vince. And do you want to actually, Vince, can you plug your Instagram and stuff? I oh, first sure. got so like it's new for yeah, me. Yeah, well, thank you again for having me. And again, Vincent Martinez is actually my name and who I am. But uh, here on Instagram and on all social media, you can just find me at, at PopDGlassArt. So uh, thank you again for having me, dude. And I'm so stoked for the future. Like, this was literally so much fun and so needed, dude. Like, now I'm going to go into the studio and just crush. Fuck yeah, dude. Hopefully, you got that motivation going. Seriously. All right, guys. Hope you have an awesome weekend and a great week. Um, and thank you so much, everybody. Later, guys. Later.